This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Barney and company wants to do a simulcast with us. They want to see what I look like in person on television. <laughs> Raymond Arroyo knows what I look like. He's in studio. He's the author of The Wise Men Who Found Christmas. Uh, Raymond, welcome back. You look far better in person than you do on TV. Really? Do, oh, absolutely. Ten years younger. How do I feel about it? Is that, in other words, do you need a new TV? Do I need a new I, makeup artist? Well, I, I still I don't know use how to rabbit ears, and it's a black and white, you know, a file, file co in the corner. The way so. I used to watch wrestling as a child That's on exactly UHF. Right. Yeah, the Fantastic. whole family gathers around. We every now and then the static breaks so I'm up not, and we uh, see you. Is this, is this Big Three sponsored, Eric? Or it isn't? Okay. So let me just tell you, I'm going to be talking about U.S. and Iran, uh, John Kirby at the White House of giving – uh, oil and gas a pass when it comes to Venezuela, and then the China's insane COVID lockdown. But first things first, Raymond, when it comes to you, out of those three, what story resonates with you the most? The China story. Because China. it's because this is so, – I have great hope here. The, uh, great hope in For what? the protesters. Oh, absolutely. And to rattle them at the core and the foundation. Brian, I, you, I have friends there, you as well. Um, you know, Jimmy Lai is a friend of mine, uh, Cardinal Joseph Zen, who's Jimmy Lai's under arrest, right? Right, and in prison. And he could have easily escaped. He stayed. He kept funding oh, the, the protests. Oh, the newspaper self, self-made yeah, uh, he was the Rupert Murdoch of, of Hong Kong. And he stayed. His family got out, but Jimmy stayed to defend and stand with his people. He thought Hong Kong was worth it. My friend Cardinal Zen, a 90-year-old heroic uh, uh, Catholic cardinal, stood up for not only his faith and his people, but democracy. He was a leader in the movement. They've arrested him under this national security law. You can't keep suppressing people, particularly once they've tasted freedom their whole lives and suddenly impose this regime on them. The, 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 eventually, Xi and his regime will be overthrown. How long that takes, who knows? Right. But people want to point to oh, America is having trouble. America's got challenges. Yeah, it got challenges. But if you look at what's going on in that country, <laughs> yeah. that economy, they've gotten rid of all the free market principles that somewhat fueled their success yeah. in the past. They can't employ people. 18 to 28-year-olds are almost all unemployed. Yeah. They have no ambition to go get a job. Yeah. They've killed off all their girls with the one-child policy for so long. Beginning to reverse yeah. it. But... And, and they have an aging population. So they've got real challenges in China that are systemic to their economic as well as their cultural well-being. I don't think it lasts long. But we'll see. We'll see. All right. So uh, with this uh, uprising that's taking place, they couldn't they couldn't predict it. But do you see the video of them walking through subways and trains, grabbing people's phones, trying to see where they're located, what apps they have on the phones, if they have Telegram or anything else? They go to jail immediately. It's a total surveillance state. I mean, we have to be we also have to be very careful of the things TikTok and these other apps that we're allowing our children in the United States to not only frequent but pour their personal information into. These are basically Chinese surveillance apps, and there are more than one of them, and they have infiltrated the American market. That should be stopped. You remember Mike Pompeo and Donald Trump tried to stop Huawei, tried to stop TikTok. Biden reversed some of that. He shouldn't have. It was a big mistake. Now he's, he's reappraising it, but maybe too late.
And you realize, of course, that Brazil, if Lula stays in power despite these protests, that is going to be a sycophant state to China. It gives him a foothold again in our hemisphere. And guess what? China's got huge influence in Venezuela as well. You bet. No, well, increasingly, you saw that this week, where they're forgiving debt. They're rearranging the debt for, the, for these countries. That is within our sphere of influence in our hemisphere. Again, the Biden administration should have stepped in very early on and solidified, particularly when you're trying to do oil. Now you're buying oil from Venezuela, from this dictatorship. Uh, If you're going to go that far, make sure you make real inroads there and you're protecting that part of our, our world from Chinese influence. It will breed danger, a dangerous ground in days to come. So they are considering right now, with all the stuff that you do every night on Laura Ingram, just pointing out things that we're seeing President Biden on a regular basis. It looks like all engines are are a go for a re-election at the age of 82. He's going to do it again. They say they're going to stop him. He's not going to have to go out and campaign. He's going to stay above it all like a statesman. He's going to let all his surrogates go out and run against whoever the Republicans put forward. Brian, I said this last time. I was wrong last time. I think I'm right this time. You can't run a campaign from weakness and in hiding. He did that one time because of COVID. He had all, all the stars aligned for Joe Biden. Well, you have a decrepit guy. Look, I covered Joe Biden. He was a senator. He was a, a source of mine on Capitol Hill. I knew Joe Biden. We, I saw him regularly. He was snappy. He was garrulous. Yeah, he was full of blarney, but he was on it. That is not the man we have today. He's angry today. Well, he's, Most of the time he's angry. And greatly diminished. Right. You just have to say cognitively diminished. He clearly is not keeping up. But this circle around him, Ron Klain and the others who are enabling this and holding this up, I just don't think they're going to be able to do that for another four years, six years. So you don't think he's running? He's got. I do think he's running, but, but I don't think he can be victorious. Right. You can't have a proxy campaign. This is not 1802 where you can sit on your porch and wave at people. That's not going to go in a media age. And if America allows that to happen, they they deserve whatever leadership or lack thereof they get. I also think it's it's one of the main reasons Elon Musk can really benefit the country if he just allows Twitter to be a place of least balance. Well, you know, and, and rather than it being a place where Facebook and all the other social media apps are out there tearing people apart. Controlled communication. It's a bad thing. We need free speech. Uh, not harmful speech, not hateful speech, not racist speech, but free speech. And at times it's going to be things you and I and others are going right. to disagree with. That's the nature of free speech. Yeah, I, don't know if, I don't know if you've seen the study, but they did a study on everything I said, and most of it's right. Have you seen that study? No, I haven't. Yeah, I'm going to get it to you. Is it all right? Allison, would you, can you get him this stuff before the segments? Cause What's this the ratio breakdown, Alice? Right, I'd like to see the I mean, just off the, the top of your head, do you remember, like from the pie chart I handed you? The Kilmeade family right. were the only people who took part That is in the not true. How dare you diminish the no, poll? No, no, I'm just asking. I was just wondering. Allison, what is the breakdown? I mean, Brian's always right, Raymond. Oh, always right. Okay, right. well, that makes it easy. Right. So listen, Thank you. you Thank you, Mrs. Gallup. You, you can't argue with numbers. <laughs> so, okay. Right. And what were those numbers again? I'm not sure. Okay. I, can't get, I can't get into it now. All right. So, Raymond, you wrote the book, The Wise Men Who Found Christmas. I you did. thought you'd write a tale that would inspire people during Christmas, but you stumbled into this thing called Facts and Myth. Yeah. Tell me the story. Well, I was looking uh, – years ago I wrote a book called The Spider Who Saved Christmas. It's a very sweet story. It's the reason we decorate trees with tinsel. Who knows where tinsel came from? It came from this old legend from the first century. And I retold it. It, it was a huge hit, seven weeks on the New York Times bestseller list. So my publisher said, hey, you got any other legends at Christmas? I said, well, I don't. So I started looking. I thought, well, the wise men, we don't know a lot about the wise men. I'll bet there's legends there. What I discovered – 
is that everything we thought we knew about the wise men, it's all legendary, Brian. You know the song, We Three Kings of Orient Are. No, you're not. There were not three. They were not from the Far East, and they were not kings. So once I – and how did I figure that out? First century sources, historians, Clement of Rome, because you're a historian, Clement of Rome, Justin Martyr, writing during the time of Jesus, all of them say the wise men came from Arabia. Arabia was right on the other side of the Dead Sea from Jerusalem. It's a 300-mile journey. The headquarters of Arabia was a place called the Kingdom of Nabate, current-day Petra. Well, when I saw Kingdom of Nabate, I thought, my gosh, for a writer, this is like a story already telling itself. I've got to figure out what is this place? Where did these guys come from? Why were they there? As you pull back the story, you realize – Magi were consultants to kings. They were interpreters of dreams, stargazers, theologians, mathematicians, and magicians. These these men particularly were very likely not only stargazers, but they were focused on the Jewish prophecies of a Messiah. Why? That that starts to narrow the options. They were either uh, Persian priests, Zoroastrian priests, who in their belief – these are the Iranians – in the old Iranian belief – they do believe in a Messiah who vanquishes evil. So there was that. But more, the more likely prospect here is that these men were descendants of the first temple Jewish priesthood, expelled hundreds of years before Jesus, living in exile in Arabia, serving the king of Nabate. Once you see it in this historical lens, I, I said, my gosh, I've got to get families to rethink and just reimagine the historical reality because the story is more action-packed, more dangerous. That's still in Bethlehem? Still, still going to Bethlehem, still wise men. There were more, there, look, the Syrian church says there were 12 wise men. Armenians say 12. The Coptic church says there were 60 wise men, 6-0. So you've you, you got a big wide range there, but there certainly weren't three. The gospel only talks about three gifts, Brian says nothing about the number of wise men, just as wise men from the East. Well, the East was the immediate East, not the Far East. We think Asia, Africa, that's nonsense. There's no way those kings or people from there could have gotten through the political barriers and the Roman blockades to get to Bethlehem. It's impossible. Well, how did the drummer boy get through? Well, the drummer boy knew one of the wise men. He did. In Petra. Yeah, and he he was on part of the caravan. Right. Probably part of the caravan. You bring that drum, you can get in. You got to bring something to the table. Look, look, everybody with talent gets into Bethlehem. That's (laughs) part of the Everybody knows. Yeah, Dizzy Gillespie was there too. But um, it, it is a uh, when I when I started digging in and I realized, look at the historic reality. These were two kingdoms. Ten, there was tension between them. Herod's mother was a princess, a Nabataean princess. So there's blood between Herod and this kingdom of Nabate. There's also tension. So when the king of Nabate hears from his wise men, there's a new Messiah to be born in Judea. He thinks Herod's got a new kid. So let's go go bring him some gifts for me to keep the peace. That's why they go. It's a royal diplomatic mission. But, but aren't for the these wise two no-names, Joseph and Mary, are no-names? They're not Yeah, royalty. nobody knows who they are. All so, they knew was there was a star and there was a Messiah to be born. So would, did you go back uh, astronomically, and if that is a word? Yes, is it? astrologically. That I too. I, I'd I use either way. Yes. They, well, you're always tenses? right. So, of course, 90% accurate. You're right. right. Well, yeah. I mean, that's true. The study has to be right. Gallup, right. Yeah. Right. It wasn't really Gallup. It was a, a sister of Gallup. Oh, right. Gallup. Yeah, Gallup, I know. Yeah. That was, that's what uh, the, exactly. the White House spokeswoman would have called it. Did you hear yesterday she called the Nobel Prize the Nobel Prize? <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, so yeah. I guess the Gallup and Gulop, well, yeah. that's fine. It's no problem. It was I, a Gulop poll. Just remind me, when I become president, I'm going to ask her to stay. 
Oh, that would be very be that, great. That would be good because right. then you could be your own spokesman. Like yeah, Trump. absolutely. Yeah. I, I disclaimer. <laughs> I don't. Does she ever met the president? I mean, she just comes out there and wings it. She has no idea what's She's happening. She's just reading. It's right. like papers. Here you go. Read this. Have a good time. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know quite what she's doing. None of it makes sense to me. Right. But you're right. Mary Joseph, there were no names. Nobody knew who they were. But Nobody was, knew who this child was. Was the star there? Yes, they do believe. I mean, the gospel. How else tell would us, you get? How else would people be attracted to that spot? Well, remember, it was a. They were reading the, the – they were steeped in these Jewish prophecies, and the prophecy says his scepter shall rise from Israel. Now, this is poetic language, but in their minds, the scepter is the star that rises in Israel. There it is. So they've been looking for the confirmation of the prophecy for hundreds of years. They see this bright light. Now, what was it? Was it a conjugation of planets coming together? Was it a comet? We don't know, Brian. And I've, I talked to these astronomers. We even went down to a planetarium, and they recreated it in the ceiling for us for the Fox Nation special. Uh. You'll see it. Who knows what they saw? The fact is they saw something that made them go, wait a minute. The, the prophecy is coming to pass. But the fact is, and this is the lesson for us, all of us listening, watching – They got on their horses and they ran after the truth. They pursued Christmas. They went out to find it. We all take it for granted and wait for Christmas to come to us. No. We've got to be like these wise men. Keep your gaze set high on the things of God, not on the things of earth and the duties of the moment and all the crap surrounding us. Focus on the light and you'll find something interesting. Who's the book focused on for? It's for families. It's really for everybody, four to 104. And I've got families reading it together. The adults are crying. The kids are having a great adventure. And there's an author's note in the back with a lot of my research to lead people. By the way, Kissinger's 100, so he should get this book. Kissinger was one of the wise men. How interesting that you brought that up. German? Yeah. A German wise man. Well, yeah, there's lots of them. Well, the Gentiles came uh, into We're in between fact and fiction. That's where I spend most of my life anyway. No, he was not one of the wise men, but But he he was a wise man. But he is eligible to get the book. That's my point. He would would gain something from reading The Wise Men Who Found Christmas. And there's huge gaps in Kissinger's knowledge. So this could fill that gap. (laughs) We've been over that. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a -a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.